Hello and welcome to the show, Shot Callers family. I'm hype. We are two days away from the start of the NBA regular season. It's basically the Christmas Eve before Christmas Eve. Kyle, yeah, are you matching my excitement today? Dude, I'm super excited, bro. I'm ready to put these lists together. I'm ready to get these predictions out there. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Cowboys just got just won an overtime watch that too. Uh, it's wonderful, wonderful. It's a yeah. great time to be a sports fan. And, yeah. Uh if you guys are tuning in for the very first time, thank you. <clears throat> welcome. If you're tuning in later, welcome to our podcast. We are the shot callers. Kyle and I, regular contributors, regularly. We have Robin. Uh previously in the past, I've had other hosts, JV, who's gonna show up during this episode at some point. So look for a guest appearance there. Uh please like and subscribe. Uh, please leave a comment if you like it or you want to contribute to our chat tonight. We're going to be doing a lot of subjective stuff. We'll be ranking teams, answering questions. We want your feedback. We want to know who you pick for MVP, who's the champion, who's the worst team, who you're betting on, all that stuff. Um, where can people find our episodes, Kyle, if they want to go back or follow us in the future? Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we're at Shot Caller Show. Uh... Uh, were you referring to the Instagrams and stuff? Okay, there you go. Uh, right there on the screen, you know, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Shot Caller Show. Uh, like he said, hit the like, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you're notified when we go live. And then also, if you want to just listen to an audio version, uh, we're ev- virtually everywhere you can find podcasts. We're on Anchor, Anchor FM, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Casts. So. Hell yeah. Okay, so where do you want to get started off the top, uh, Kyle? All right. I want to get started with the playoff seating predictions. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, so yeah, we, we took some time and we made some tier lists for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, since – I'll go ahead and go first. And mm-hmm. since your list is already ready, we'll compare afterwards. Okay, sounds uh, good. I'll go ahead and uh, start out with my Western Conference teams. Uh, you want to go ahead and bring it up on yeah, the screen? Yeah, yeah, I'll bring it up on the screen. Yeah, there we go. And uh, I'll start out. Uh, when I did this, I, I started out on the top, so I'll, I'll continue with the top. All right, so starting out, uh, the one to two seed, because they're pr- I, I grouped it together because they're pretty close in, you know, they, they can switch pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But... For the one and two seed, I have Utah, and I have Golden State. Uh, I feel that Golden State is going to be really solid. Wow, that's not who I thought you were going to have up there. What the hell? Yeah, I I feel like Golden State is going to be really good. You know, Curry's playing great. I mean, he just came off. I mean, it's just preseason, but in like 30 minutes, you know, he, he had 40 points and like like nine assists, eight rebounds, something like that. He's looking as hot as ever. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, you definitely don't think that they want to waste a, uh, a, a absolute, you know, flamethrower potential year out of Steph Curry. Like he's not yeah. ageless. You know what I mean? He's uh-huh. going to, he's going to go up in age. So you want to uh, capitalize when you can, even without Clay yeah. Thompson, you got him this yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they're going to start the season without Clay Thompson, but he should be back, you know, pretty reasonably soon. And then Jordan Pools, he's he's stepped up mm, so as much far, as, and, and uh-huh. he, he's he's playing pretty good. I mean, I you know, I'm not you know, I don't have any expectations for Andrew Wiggins on the other hand, but you know, he's Jordan Poole's been been playing good and if he could continue that even when Clay comes back, I think they're gonna be a, a super big threat out west. Uh why well, are you 
Oh, I'm just laughing at how often I've been reading Jordan Poole's name this year. Like, Mm -hmm. is he going to be most improved? Like, Uh uh, you know, spoilers to come. Maybe, maybe you got him picked for MVP. But, uh, but yeah, like, so the Splash Brothers plus Jordan Poole, like, Mm -hmm. it's like a trio, you know? Mm -hmm. Move aside, dream on green. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then, so for three to five, uh, I have, I have the Nuggets. I have the Lakers and I have the Mavericks. Wow. Okay. So uh the the Nuggets are just like So are these uh, ordered for you from left to right or the Nuggets? No, no, I mean or there's just kind of somewhere within three to five is where you have those. Yeah, teams. yeah. So somewhere in between three to five. Yeah, because I mean these cause cause you know, especially at like uh a lot of times, you know, down the stretch, uh, you know, some some teams like tank a couple games, you know, to uh, get better seating or a better matchup in the playoffs, kind of like what the Clippers did. Uh, so that, that's why I, I kind of had them in this. Uh, that's why I kind of grouped them like this. It's not necessarily in order, but it's just like the general area of where, where I believe they should be. Denver Nuggets, I mean, obviously, I, I think they're, you know, obviously a really solid team, even without Jamal Murray. Like, they're really good out. Like even out west, you know, Jokic coming off an MVP year, uh, uh, MPJ got that really big contract, and I mean, obviously for a reason because he he's really good. Aaron Gordon got a max as well, uh, but uh, I I feel like you know Denver didn't make any serious moves uh, this past off season, but they didn't really need to. Um, but I I just feel like they're going to be a really solid team. Uh, I know a lot of people will probably have the Lakers probably at the one or two seed in the West, but I, I'm not big believers in the Lakers right now. I mean, well, it, even, even right. Like even down the stretch, I, unless like they're the overwhelming favorites out West or, or if like they, if they're like beating everybody in the West and they're number one in the West, then, then I feel like, you know, uh, they'll, they'll be title contenders. But even at this moment, I, I, I don't think they're, super strong title contenders. Uh, mm-hmm. And then even at the beginning of this season, I feel like, or I'm sure they're going to struggle like right out the gates, like for the first, maybe like uh, 15, 20 games, like they're going to struggle with the fit, you know, just trying to make it work. Uh, and then we'll see how it goes from there. But I, I, I don't, I don't believe in this Lakers squad. Like, I, I'm, I mean, I, I don't ranking up third is, is, believing I mean, in them, isn't uh, it? Well, well, okay, well, yeah. I mean, that's a good point, but I mean, compared You're just to what saying, a, lot, a lot... You don't think they're going to be a juggernaut all season long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're going to beat teams on, like, pure talent alone. Like, they're not going to lose to a lot of these teams. Uh, but I, I don't feel that they're uh, finals contenders just just yet. Because a lot of people would have them one and two. So, which is why I'm, I'm saying it, you know, why they're... Like even though they're a three, three to the five seed, like I, you know, where other people would have them in one to two, that's kind of why I'm saying like, oh, you know, the Lakers are just okay. But uh, mm-hmm. and then also the I have the Mavericks up here because I feel that the Mavericks have, uh, based off of you know I okay, well first of all, Mavericks didn't make any serious moves this this off season, so uh, a lot of people have been sleeping on the Mavericks. Uh, they they only picked or they picked up uh, a Reggie Bullock from from the Knicks, and they gave away Josh Richardson, which I feel like was a 
good move for them because um, <clears throat> Reggie Bullock is a better three and three and D guy. Uh, I mean, he's better because he's better or bigger size wise, um, which is something that Mavericks needed on the wing position. And Josh Richardson, I would say, probably kind of underperformed or didn't fit the team correctly. And the other question was, you know, the Mavericks coaching. Uh, you know, with Jason Kidd coming in. So that's still kind of a question mark, but Definitely I think it's a question mark. Yeah. I, I think it's a good sign at least uh, that Jason Kidd has come in and at least, or he's so far, he's uh, addressed uh, kind of the problems that the Mavericks had, uh, you know, with not utilizing Przingis, like, or which, which Rick Carlisle did. Uh, he was, Porzingis wasn't really in the offense. Uh, so if Porzingis can stay healthy and he's more, you know, active in the offense, I feel like that'll be a a, a big plus. And then also getting down Luca's usage rate. Um, uh, they they said all this in an ESPN article. I don't remember the writer, but uh, those those two problems were kind of the big issues that I had, or that were kind of plaguing the Mavericks. And you know, they were the fifth seed last season. So I feel like you know if they're you know, improving upon that, then I feel like they're going to have a really strong year. And also, uh, not only that, but a lot of teams are going to be underrating them, I believe. Um, for the 6-8 seed, I got the Suns. I got the Clippers. 6-8 to eight, from a finals berth to the 6 seed. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the... Like, this offseason has been kind of weird for the Phoenix Suns because they haven't given DeAndre Ayton the max, uh, which, you know, they should have. And they haven't uh, extended, I think, uh, Mikhail Bridges. Oh, they uh, actually just did that. Uh, oh, they, $90 they million just... dollars over four years for Mikhail Bridges. So oh, a little okay. bit of breaking news for everybody. Uh, okay. uh, so I think but... they're, I think the pay, I think the Brinks truck is getting backed up. They're, they're yeah, getting yeah. to Robert Sarver and he's going to have to pay that money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so that kind of, you know, doesn't really change my prediction Maybe that they're much. They're the two seed. No, <laughs> no. Uh, no. I mean, I, they're still a really good team, but I feel like you know, kind of like, you know, Robin, me and Robin were talking about this earlier. Uh, not necessarily about this topic, but people are going to be kind of on the lookout for the Suns uh, this year, and then maybe Chris Paul. You know, uh, I I believe he he may be getting you know wrists. Uh, you know, uh, lo- load managing a little bit more this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's why I have them dropping this low. And then the Clippers, uh, I need to put one more team here. Uh, I think a safe bet for me is the Grizzlies to make the eight seed. Um, but the Clippers, I have this low. Uh, while I think Paul George can, can do a great job of leading this team and, uh, uh, you know, carrying this team to a pretty decent seed. I think without Kawhi, they're they're going to hit a, a little more adversity than than they maybe than maybe Paul George is capable of. You know, by himself. But the Clippers have a, a great solid team, and then if well, Kawhi they do. Comes, but I mean, I I can see why you have them kind of low because it's yeah. like, are you going to keep going on this resurgence with Nick yeah. Batum? Yeah, Terrence Mann probably could take a step mm-hmm. forward because he mm-hmm. was promising in the playoff run, especially against Dallas and yeah. then against the, uh, the jazz as well. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, that's a question mark. Serge Ibaka's mm. back has been a big question mark for about mm-hmm. a year. We don't know how long Kawhi Leonard is going to nurse this. He could be gone all year. You know, yeah. you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Bledsoe, like, you know, everyone knows how I feel about him. Uh, mm-hmm. I put a thumbs down for those listening, uh, audio only. And then Reggie Jackson was very promising. Was, he had a yeah. he had a great debut, you know, mm-hmm. or a great uh, showing in the playoffs last year. Mister Clutch, like it was yeah. kind of strange. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but is that going to add up to all season long? Mm-hmm. Um, so Luke Kennard, a little bit of a coming out party for like a game or two against the Jazz as well. But you still gotta you gotta. And then Justice Winslow is being a question mark. Like, is he going to mm-hmm. make a NBA career out of himself mm-hmm. um, when he hasn't been able to due to injury on the Heat and then on the Grizzlies. So, tons of questions. I can totally see why yeah. you got him low that way. Low yeah. that way. And I feel like the Grizzlies is is a safe bet to make the eighth seed just because you know they're they're a really good defensive team. Uh, they haven't made any significant changes. I mean, they got uh, Valanciunas for uh, or they got. Steven Adams for Valanciunas. So I don't know if the fit is going to be really any different. I mean, they're still going to be solid defensively, like I said, but mm-hmm. offensively they haven't really changed, but I think, you know, that's definitely good enough to uh, get to the eighth seed at least. Uh, so the play in tournament, I think is going to be Portland. And this last team is tough because I feel like you can make a pretty good case for the Rockets, the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves, could potentially have a pretty solid season the kings and the spurs um and and what I, is this bracket you're trying to put them into here the play-in play-in tournament. tournament so the 10 yeah. seed yeah yeah so the worst so that kind of that kind of puts i mean I, i'm in strong belief that uh the pelicans and okc aren't going to make the playoffs mm-hmm. um but the last team to make this play-in tournament is tough. I think originally I had the Spurs, but I kind of want to put the Timberwolves just because they're all healthy at this current moment. You know, they got back uh, uh, Beasley, um, D'Angelo Russell's there, Cat's there. Uh, they got second-year uh, rookie of the year. Um, I'm, Anthony Edwards, man. Yeah, Anthony Edwards is. Mr. Perfect, man. That guy does yeah. everything. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, of the teams you're mentioning, the one that Vegas has as the highest over-under is the Timberwolves. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the Kings are above them, too. Um, but 35 and a half. And so mm-hmm. the Wolves have a winning record when mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell and Carl Townsend both played at the same time. Mm-hmm. That record is 13 and 12. But 500, no. that, that gets yeah. you to the play-in tournament, at least yeah. as the 10 seed. So I can see yeah. you put them in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. walk them in. Yeah, and then... The rest will probably not make the playoffs. The the rock you could probably make a case for the Rockets as well. They have really talented young players. You know, uh, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. They got Jalen Green, who are who, who a lot of people are saying you know early r- rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you could probably make another case for the Rockets and then probably the Spurs because like it's kind of hard for the Spurs to be like bad, but just like with their I mean, they still have young guys. They don't really have a, a star, star player anymore. Actually, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, they lost DeMar DeRozan and they didn't really get much back for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the Spurs definitely got worse this offseason, I think. But maybe, maybe 
you know, their young guys step up. Yeah, that's that's empty. what they're betting on, yeah. right? They're developing yeah. of, of DeJounte Murray even further. Yeah. Uh, and their guys, Lonnie Walker, guys like that. Okay, so yeah. nice yeah. tier list. Okay. And it's a shame we can't really get these side yeah. by side, but you want me to throw yeah. my east and then yeah. we go back yeah. to your west? No, no, I put up your your west. My west, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. we always do east yeah. first because the west the east is <laughs> whack. So we're doing we're we're we got to keep our powder dry. Oh, and looks like we got a an addition here, incoming transmission. What's up, hey, Jv? What's up, Jv? Dang, long time hey. no see. I don't think <laughs> I I've know. ever. We got the OG back. Yeah, um, Kyle, up, and, Kyle and Jonathan have never been on a podcast together. My current co-host, yeah. my old co-host. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry about the way, guys. I uh, scrambling for some things, but I'm <laughs> good now. Yeah, you're all juiced up. Okay, well, before I take Kyle's off the screen, yeah. anything jump out, jump out to you here about Kyle's tier list? He's got him broken up by seed grouping, and I'll zoom it in a little it's, more. It's this not. Yeah, yeah, this is the Western the Conference. I'm gonna throw mine up yeah. in a second. It's um, not. It's not in order, but you know, pretty much roughly like where I think the team should end up. I think I could see it a little bit more if we knew that it like, I think, I think Kyle, the way you looked at it and I'm particularly looking at golden state mm -hmm. is probably where we see them ending up mm -hmm. when all said and done, like, you know, how far can they progress into the playoffs? I don't yeah. necessarily think they have the manpower right now to get them the win totals. Yeah, the win totals in the regular season. So if we're talking strictly it. how they're going to end up at the end of the year, I could see that. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as like where they're going to fall in the seeding, I think there there's going to be some there's going to be some tough losses early on without Clay Thompson still, right? Because mm -hmm. what if you projected December? If we're being nice, yeah, if we're being nice. So I mean, I think we're still going to see a lot of those a lot of those games that we saw last year, right? Mm -hmm. um where where teams just start you know beating them on the boards and ultimately running away with it because i've always been a big advocate for size in the post mm -hmm. to be able to grab those rebounds get additional possessions and they, they just don't have that luxury um and they just don't have the shooters around them to to shoot at that to to go at that pace that they're used to and be efficient with it but hey man addition by subtraction i don't think kelly Oubre's in their yeah. lineup anymore yeah. so yeah, less, less clanks means more makes i guess <laughs> okay so let me just throw my my tier list up here i don't have to build it it's already made so it's going to just be a quick swap with a pink background or red so i've got it broken up into divisions as well but within those uh brackets it's not ordered so for those uh listening in I have the Jazz as the only one I can see as the top seed. They ended with a top seed this past season. They've got continuity like no other, same coach, and we know that they can shoot a lot of threes as they evidenced, as we have evidence of last season, uh, with even more games this year to pile up on those bad teams. So that, they're definitely at the top for me. That doesn't mean I'm going to put them in my finals prediction, but we'll see. Uh, below that, I've got the playoff participants, which means you know they're ending at the sixth seed. So I've got the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Suns, the Mavericks, and the Clippers all in that bracket. I'm warmer on the Nuggets being more towards the top um, along with the Mavericks. And then the question marks for me are how much the Lakers are going to freak out about their seed up until the last like two months of the season where they're scrambling to get in the top four. Uh, and then the Clippers, uh, Kyle and I talked about how a lot is in flux for them and, and they have a lot of questions around guys like Justice Winslow uh, we don't know if Kawhi Leonard is coming back at any point, so not sure. And then the more interesting 
difference I have with you, Kyle, is I've got I've got uh, Golden State way down in the playing tournament. They were in the playing mm-hmm. tournament last year too, yeah. and they missed, lost to the Lakers. I don't think we'll have a star-studded uh, playing tournament matchup like that this year. But yeah, with those guys, uh, the Trailblazers having a lot of questions. I don't think that Damian Lillard will necessarily get traded if things go too south, but he had to do some Herculean stuff. Uh, closing out games to get that to happen. If that isn't quite as successful, maybe they are the seventh seed. Uh, Is it too much to ask for Nurkic to get back to 2018, 2019? Sorry. Uh, maybe. I, I mean, the answer to that I, is yes, and I'm a big fan of the trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say he, he does too much for them on defense. Like they, they have barely improved this offseason or if they've barely made any changes this offseason they haven't made any significant changes they to, added a new backup center kyle they, well they, they larry larry nance yep. jr uh, we'll we'll see how it turns out with that, with that's him, like 18 but, to 20 minutes a game you know what i mean that's not going to move yeah. the needle that much yeah. in my opinion yeah um so yeah big question marks i'm sure we'll dive into them a little more later in the lottery uh i've got the spurs the kings kangs the uh <laughs> the timberwolves because i'm just not a big believer in the D'Angelo Russell pick and roll. I think he lucked out into that injury replacement all-star season and the Nets sold high when they could. Um, and so did the Warriors. And then he lucked out thinking that being great friends with Carl Towns. Although I think Carl Towns is going to have a great year. I don't think he's going to improve defensively enough to get him into the playoffs. Uh, and then the Rockets are going to be second worst team. Spoiler for my one of the questions going on the road. And then nobody is better at being bad than the Thunder. You're playing well. Sam Price says, get off the team. Go home. <laughs> Al Horford, Shea Gilgis, you're not allowed to play anymore. <laughs> We're going to pay you. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's where I'm at. That's my tier list. Uh, anything anything of note that I haven't mentioned already, JV? Or do you want us to move to the East? Um, I Okay, I don't know the status on Kawhi Leonard. Again, I think you seated it. You did the opposite of Kyle. I think you seated it according to how you think they're going to fall in the mm-hmm. standings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they will miss uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, some in the beginning. I mean, even on a regular basis, he does do a lot of load management. So that may not, that may not necessarily be a huge deterrent. I have them a little bit higher. I did my tier a little bit different. I said it's you, Rich, if you want to put it up after yeah, you guys. Yeah. But I did mine a little bit different. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers were a little higher. Uh, but you did say playoff participants. I don't know if that's in order. Is that in order? It's not in order. It's, it's so not in order. So yeah, two, that, I, I say they're right in the right spot. Um. I don't know, man. The Suns. The Suns. I think you're a little high on the Suns. I don't think it's a guaranteed thing when, in this West. So Kyle has uh, them six to eight. Yeah. And they, and they, yeah. And they can and fall. My biggest, but my biggest one where I say I just have no, I, I don't think you're any, I'm not nowhere near you, um, as high as you are or think that you're, they're even going to fall close to this is the Pelicans. Oh, I don't so think I, the plan, I don't, uh, I don't think they will be in, in yeah. even in the playing tournament. Um, Missing Zion, I could see that being one of those things that just carries over late into the season. And then I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like so they they they're hesitant to even bring them in, you know. They're well, gonna play that I think they're gonna play that super uh, super conservatively. I think if I'm gonna hedge my bets, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I envision them being more towards the 10, and I could definitely see this play in tournament not being close as in like the seven seed faces the 10 seed, but the 10 seed is like, you know, 37 and, and you know, the, whatever the rest is 37 and 50 or 37 and 40, 
eight or whatever it is, 43, like a negative record going into that, into that playing tournament where people are going to be like, well, then shouldn't there be like a proximity in games for that to even happen? It's going to be an embarrassing playing tournament this year is kind of what I'm thinking. So So they didn't bring in the proximity from the, uh, from the bubble. Yeah. That didn't happen last season and it's not in effect this season either. So I would think something they'd uh, adapt to. I think we had that conversation. (laughs) Yeah. We had a conversation offline. Let's jump over to the East. Kyle, you want to go ahead and go? Yeah. He's he's been building it on the stream. So yeah, we're we're going to look in here. So, so this, all right. The one at two seed is really obvious. Okay. The Nets and Milwaukee, like, there's, there's no question there. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah you, you disagree? What, what do you think? I don't know how obvious it is for the Nets to be that high. <laughs> no, I, I think I think it's super obvious. Like, I I, I think Kev, KD is going to be a sleeper for uh, MVP. Um, and they still have James Harden. And, you know, if, if James Harden is healthy, uh, which he is right now, uh, I, I think, and they have a solid team around them. I think they're going to be, I mean, depending on how much, you know, Kevin, uh, KD and Harden rest. Dude, uh, they got Patty but... Mills, man. There's no drop off. <laughs> Harden and Patty Mills changing <laughs> on the floor. They don't even need, they have Kyrie Irving insurance all over that roster. LaMarcus Aldridge <laughs> came back. Yeah. LaMarcus yeah. Aldridge. I know that, that, that was a little weird to me. I, I, I thought it was weird that he came back. I, I thought he should have just stayed retired but hey, man. Or, you know just just for i mean no well no, no i'm not saying that you know for his own good you know I don't, oh yes. biggest like, man, like, yeah yeah you uh, want him to be healthy for sure yes. yeah yeah I, I understand but i mean I, I, he already said he got medically cleared so anyway uh, uh yeah. bracket, uh and then well i guess we'll talk about Giannis uh, a little bit later because yeah, he's he, definitely gonna like go yeah uh the three through five seed i think it's pretty okay for me to say uh atlanta uh, i i feel like you know the re- one of the reasons why i mean they they got the fourth seed last year and they they had a whole like a pretty bad start to the season uh so i feel like they'll, they'll get off to like a better more solid start and i think you know the five seed or higher is a pretty safe spot for them i think another team that's going to be really good is the heat uh, obviously, they don't have Victor Oladipo, but you know, they've made some solid changes, and I think they'll be a lot better offensively than they were last year, while remaining, you know, solid defensively. And the the next one, I think I had the 76ers, but the 76ers is just like a huge like question mark. Like we don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's we like a storm of yeah, bad yeah. feelings in there. Yeah, like it, yeah. the city of brotherly love is totally yeah. the wrong thing to, yeah, call that, absolutely. To, call, to call that city and that team. I, yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm expecting, okay, you know, Ben Ben Simmons, you know, he came back to, you know, he's trying to participate in everything. If he participates in a home game, like I'm expecting the crowd to boom. Like, like the Philly, the Philly crowd, like New York, is like savage. Like they, they're, like they're Man, ruthless. So this may I, be the first time I've ever done this, and and you're right, they are ruthless, Kyle. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be fun to watch. JV, t- tell me if I'm wrong. Is this the first time I've ever said this? I think the East is more compelling than the West this year. I, no, that's not I, the first time you say it, but I don't agree. Oh man, dude! Just no, I don't know. But these teams that Kyle's bringing up right now, the Hawks with the young guys coming back from injury, uh, Cam Reddish made his debut. DeAndre Hunter coming back, Kevin Herter got some playoff reps. Trey Young, you know, took took the world by storm. They Mm -hmm. added Timothy Luau Cabarro. Oh, they did. Yeah, I I, I missed that. 
I'm hot on them. Um, everyone John. knows I've liked the 76er for a long time. Uh, Kyle Lowry going over to the Heat. The Bucks like looking supernova. Like I don't know. I'm I'm up. I, if it's if it's not that the, I think they're more compelling. I think both sides are actually compelling as opposed to years where the East is definitely outclassed. Yeah, having mm-hmm. only like two really good teams and then the rest. Uh, all right. For the six through eight, I think I have Chicago. Uh, I mean, I okay. I'm gonna reference the preseason, but you know, obviously the preseason isn't everything. But mm-hmm. in the preseason, they were destroying teams. Or they they destroyed the Cavaliers and another team. I can't remember who it was. And the uh, uh, the Mavericks destroyed the Hornets by like yeah, fifty yeah, points. So obviously, yeah. there is your finals it, picks. It was it was it was, it was sixty eight. You were mentioning it, right, Kyle? That's what you're saying. No, no, no. <laughs> come on. Uh, but uh, no, no, they. I think they're going to be really good offensively. Uh, we'll see how good they are defensively. They, they, they could still probably solid. Like I, I believe. They, if they have a high-powered offense, you know, to be, you know, have a good seating in the East, they've got to have at least like an average team defensively compared to the rest of the league. And if they can do that, like, like they're they're going to be a strong team, I, I think. And the other team that I have here, I think, is the Knicks. The Knicks are going to be pretty good. I, I like, I don't know if they're going to be good enough to be here, but I think, you know, they'll definitely be good enough to get here. Uh, and I think the other team, it's a little, I mean, kind of tough, but I, I think Boston is talented enough to, to get into the eighth seed at least. Yeah. They just uh, had so much trouble rebounding, man. And yeah. you know, Horford coming back, like yeah. he's definitely a smart, savvy player, but he's getting mm-hmm. older and yeah. he's never had really high rebound bounding totals. That was always yeah. something that JV got onto him for. Like, can you get more than eight rebounds <laughs> is what <laughs> JV used to say. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and then also Robert Williams the third. You know he's had some injury issues that he's been dealing with. Yeah, so. which is frustrating, man. I love yeah, watching him. Yeah, that dude, yeah, I did too. Guy for all the blocks, Time yeah. Lord. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I think I think Boston is probably going to be better than what most people think because I feel like most people thought Boston was going to be really bad. You know, because they because uh, they lost Kimball Walker, and well, I mean, and- which is probably a good move for them and dude, I the, think, num- but... the number one thing for me about boston that gets me most hype and it's nothing to do with physically within the grid lines of the court mm-hmm. is that their coach Ime Udoka, is saying oh. i need you guys to not whine to the refs every time you don't get a call let me whine to the refs and you guys just play the game i love that i, I hate seeing jason tatum Always whining when he doesn't get the call that he thinks he deserves. Marcus Smart flopping all over the place, yeah. pleading his case. Jalen Brown doesn't do it as much as the rest, but that is so annoying to me. And, and I've always <laughs> wanted a, a coach to flex a little bit and say, hey, look, I'm putting the onus on you guys to perform and, and be the captain of the ship. Um, and so just for that reason alone, I'm tuning in. See if see if he if he's all bark and no bite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the playing tournament is a little bit tough. I However, I think the Hornets will probably for sure make it, but the other team is kind of tougher. I mean, you could have the Pacers. Uh, you might ha- I mean, it's because, like, none of these teams are, like, significantly better than the other except, like, the Magic, which I mm-hmm. expect to miss the playoffs. And, but uh, but the thing is, you know, the Hornets were pretty, pretty solid last year. Uh, and I feel like they could be, you know, even potentially better this year, but I, I don't know how 
much better it is to compete with these other teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's why I have them in this spot. And then the other team, I think, will probably just be the Pacers. Uh, and the rest, I don't have making the playoffs. Uh, oh, sorry, Cavaliers. Sorry, Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and your point on the Pacers, like you can't add a coach with championship medal and expect them not mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. At the very least, yeah. like they're going to get to the it, first round. Carlisle's yeah. gone to the first round so many times, even yeah. if he hasn't gone past that since the title season. Mm-hmm. He's creative and is going to find lineups that work. Demontis Sabonis is too good. Yeah. With good health. I think they're going to make it for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Karis Levert is really solid. Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Miles Turner is going to be, you know, give you some defensive stops. I mean, so I, I feel like they'll be solid, but I, I don't know how they'll stack up to these other teams. Uh, do you want me to flash mine over? Yeah, go ahead. Hold on, one second. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I don't know how to feel about the, the 76ers, man. I think there's so much uncertainty there. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's weird. There's a certain level of chemistry that needs to happen. I think mm-hmm. if, if realistically, if there's a trade that happens early on in the season, they could easily fall in the top five. Um, as far as Chicago goes, I feel like, you know, you mentioned their defense. It's a little, a little suspect at times last year, but I think um, I think uh, Alex Caruso is very underrated when it comes to his defense, and he defends the most important position on the floor, in my opinion, <laughs> right? The point guard position. So yeah, that, that can provide that spark, right? That additional turnover per game, that additional, you know, flashy pass break move that he... He's, he's been getting to. him in the, uh, in, in the preseason already. Yeah, Close exactly. That that kind of stuff gets the team rallied around him, man. I mean, if you look around, he's got one of the best uh, mid-range shooters in the game, one of the mid- best mid-range scorers in the game next to him now, DeMar DeRozan, right? So it allows him to distribute in more ways than one. Um, I'm not saying DeMar DeRozan and LeBron James are the same person, but <laughs> when you think about it in the way that they score and the, the, the spots that they like, he's used to a guy like that, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily need to space the floor and then find the guy in the corner to to, to – to shoot the corner jumper or anything like that. So uh, I'm, I'm really high on Chicago. Um, I think their defense will improve with the addition of guys like Caruso. Um, and I'm just well, really excited. Let me I'm, ask I'm you this. I'm starting to kind of see what Richard's talking about with the East. Yeah. Um, I, as I hear you guys do this, uh, this tier ranking. Uh, so like, let me ask you this. The Raptors obviously were disappointing last season, but they are a team that has good overall individual defense, smart defenders. So their defense is solid, right? Even if they don't have the stars to put the ball in the bucket. Um, would you say that the Raptors defense is good? The Bulls last season ended with a better rating than the Raptors did. So that means that they're not going to be, you know, bottom five in the league on defense, even if nobody exactly. is, is overall yeah. great. Yeah, even if you look at v- at Vooch, right? Um, That's what I was thinking of. If you look at his defending, you know, career-wise, he's an above-average defender. I think it's just something we don't look at because he's been, like, the number one option in, in Orlando for so long. We look at his offense, right? Mm-hmm. And Orlando's never really in the mix. So, again, we don't look at him and say, hey, you know, he's, he's strong defensively because he has to do so much on offense. I'm sure that's the big contributor. But even then... You know, he is an above-average defender. Now he's in a position where he's like, what, the fourth option on offense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they so, have the dynamism of Zach Levine to play yeah, out and of. So it allows him to rest on offense, if that's a thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that he can play tougher on defense. Just ask, ask LeBron. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to see some of that. Um, so, yeah, I'm very I'm, – I'm very, I, I see a lot of promise in the Bulls. And I think it's just – it's it's not misfits, right? It's not a group Ooh, of misfits. Yeah. It's a group of guys that, that – you know, are kind of in that second tier. You know, mm. nobody talks about them as MVP contenders. They may or may not be all-stars in any given year. 
Um, but nobody really thinks, okay, these guys can win a, ti- a title. Like, is there yeah. a single guy on there that anybody says, yeah, they can lead the team to championship? But sometimes it takes, you know, a group of those guys to get together and win a title. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't seen this since 04, but yeah, <laughs> it can yeah. happen. That's what I was thinking of, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once every 15 years, 18 years, that's so much to ask. Uh, um, uh, I was going to say, I'm happy you brought up Alex Caruso because I wanted to say something about Alex Caruso, but I was scared uh, uh, Richard was going to play me like, oh, no, you're no, buying no, it to the, 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 hype, the Lakers yeah, hype. The, yeah, the Lakers hype. But I was like, no, he's, he's actually, you know, looked pretty good with the with the Bulls so far. Okay, so let me flash mine over and I'm going to ask yeah. you all for your thoughts right off the bat before I go into any explanations. Boom. All right. So anything mm-hmm. jumping out that you want me to explain? I, uh, I would have thought you would be higher on the Raptors. I would have uh, thought. Yeah, I would have too because I was just defending them to you like oh, two mm-hmm. weeks ago when we were talking yeah. offline. But I, I, I can't well, really get there. I'm actually uh, higher than you are on the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, that? getting the 11 seed is better than the 14, 15 <laughs> seed that they're slated on, you know? And like <laughs> Vegas has their over-under at – Where's the Raptors, Raptors, Raptors? They have yep. them at 35 and a half games. I think they can get to like 36 wins, but with the competency, you know, six through 10, where these teams all seem to have a baseline, I think they could just be on the outside looking in. Although there is something to be said, I would love to be wrong. JV knows I'm a, I'm a miniature Raptors fan. Scraw! Um, <laughs> you know, we know this. So I could see OG Ananobi, my favorite player to watch defending and playing on offense uh, with some isolation. Pascal Siakam is injured, though, so that's kind of tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tip of the spear, Fred Van Vliet, as I like to call him, mm-hmm. uh, he is undersized. So how far is that going to get you when you need to generate your points? He, his will can get him pretty far, but how far can it be? So that's kind of why I'm, I'm a little cool. And and so this is not ranked within their tiers. Even though I got him at the end of the lottery slot, I would really – probably put them up more towards the top of that one i've got the bucks on this one and two up there 76ers i don't think that they're going to be the three seed i think it's more likely they can be the fifth seed um but i definitely don't think they're going to slide into the play-in tournament because that's just how good i think Joel Embiid is i i think he's going to have a solid season um as far as health concerns go and whether or not they play ben simmons who did practice with the team spoiler for later um or they trade and get something in return that can be put on the floor and be useful. Uh, I think they're definitely gonna 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 show up. Uh, I'm high on the Celtics. I'm I'm quite high on the Bulls. Um, going along with what you guys were saying, and then uh, the Heat. As much as I like their team, and I think one of their one of their players is gonna have a, a major year. Uh, I'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to go as far as like load management, how healthy they might be with uh, Kyle Lowry being conservative. He's getting a little bit older. Jimmy Butler is not 27 anymore. You know, he's on the other side. I think he's, I think he might be 30, 31. Yeah. Um, and then as much, I uh, like the Knicks, I've got some promising predictions for them later too, but you know, with everyone getting strong, are they going to be the seventh seed, eighth seed, and, and still consider that a successful season? And then the Hornets were trending towards a play-in berth uh, before uh, the the injury to uh, Lamelo. So I think that's going to hold firm. And then I'm not going to grace these other Easter Conference teams with any airtime because they got to put some 
floor time together that's that's worth watching and then they'll uh, get some air time richard, uh, richard wants so bad for relegation that'd be a thing <laughs> oh yeah i don't know if y'all noticed that on the on the other uh, <laughs> tier but on my bottom tier here it literally says relegation. relegation yeah the bottom team just put him in the g league baby sorry dude. dwayne casey dude <laughs> i i don't think the pisses will be that bad I mean, I, was, like, last season there were twenty and fifty-two. Oh, yes, what were. are you well, talking about? Well, no, they they were bad, but you know they they got some more young players, and I think they they'll be better. I think the Cavaliers potentially could be the worst team. No, they could be all right, bro, because uh, Darius Garland playing all right. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, I like Darius Garland uh, they, playing. Getting playing more stuff. young players usually means yeah. L's, Kyle. <laughs> usually. Yeah, uh, usually. Well, we'll see how good Cade Cunningham is, but yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Cade. That's that's yeah. that's one of the coolest nicknames yeah. that have come out in recent years. Well, mm. uh, JV, we were doing the uh, the top seventy five ranking, seventy five through twenty six last episode, and I had a bunch of uh, nicknames slotted off to the side, and and Motorcade is definitely one that is up there with with the <laughs> cool ones over the years. It's pretty cool. Yeah, right? Motor City. Yeah. Um. Do you want to uh, send me that tier list of yours, Gene? Yeah, yeah. You can. Go, and go then... ahead and check your Discord. It's on there. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I'll it pull up. it up right now. Uh, and let's see. While we do that, can you guys just quickly give me your MVP predictions? Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Uh, you wanna you wanna go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go yeah. first. I think this man is gonna become enshrined into the Hall of Fame. The moment he hangs up his uh, his basketball shoes, and I think I think we're gonna see a a, a player dynasty. Rich, we've all heard of the football dynasty. What does that mean? Uh, it means v- lots of victories, football three championships uh, yeah. in four uh-huh. years. Yeah, I'm going for it. my man Giannis Antetokounmpo with his third MVP and his single per single um, his individual dynasty of his own. When it comes to those MVP titles, I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody having the work ethic and the talent mix that he has. And if we watched him in preseason, he seems a lot more confident with that jumper, and it actually yeah, looks smooth. I was just about to say that the very bro. threat, the very threat of him being able to pull up is a dangerous for the player. League. He would yeah. be complete. Like so, I, I just can't see. He's he's like a strong like a strong uh, KD if he can do that. Obviously, yeah. he's never going to shoot as well as KD, but just the mere threat, Rich, mm-hmm. the mere threat that that he can pull up, and if he gets a guy to even slightly, you know, put a try to put a hand in his face or fall for a pump or something, it's over. It's over. Like if, if he goes the, seven for okay. eleven for on jump shots in a game and is doing the putback dunks, blocking everybody, like you can envision any coach on any opposing team just throwing the clipboard in the air, like what the hell do we do with this guy? You know exactly, exactly. And you know he's he for what for how great he was when he won his first two MVPs and 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 the runs he's made, even the even the run where you know they had that they had sorry even the run where they lost to um. The year the Raptors won, you know, things like that. It looked like that was a promising year. Every year has pretty much looked promising for Giannis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then to have him resign and people questioning that that decision, right? Because he could have waited till the end of the season to do so. The conviction to make that kind of decision, while most other superstars probably would have waited to the offseason, tells me that he was he was in a different mind frame and a different mindset, right? To say, hey, it doesn't matter where you put me, I can win a championship. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stick to the people that have stuck around me. And he went and did it, right? People like to talk about, you know, the way the season was played, et cetera. Who cares? It's a championship. And 
that all being said, the way he played in that last game of the season, somehow that is he Ridiculous. took it to another level. A capstone. Yeah. When you talk about iconic moments, I, I don't think I'll ever forget that block, right? That weak side block on, on Andre Aiden. Like, only he could do that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's my prediction. The Greek freak. Kyle, if you want to give us a quick prediction, I know you gotta you have to go, yeah. right? You have to uh, uh I have like a couple more minutes. So I probably have like uh five, ten more minutes before I have to go. Okay, but if you want to see my us, tier uh, Oh yeah, let's put the two oh, yeah. up. You got it yeah. right here. Jay, if you went ahead and added both sides to each Yeah, mine they went a little different. So I went ahead and said where I think everybody's gonna land when all said and done, right? So mm-hmm. I like where are you going to be when the chips are on the table? Where, how far are you going to get? How far is your team going to bring, uh, take you? Um, so if you're a fan of any of these teams and you're wondering where your team's going to end at the end of the season, here you go. I want to start off at the bottom. I think it's, it's better to start off at the bottom. Guaranteed lottos. Go ahead and get your, your ping pong balls ready. If you're a Cavs, <laughs> Wizards, Magic, Pistons, New Orleans, Thunder, Minnesota, or Houston fan. I just don't see a way for any <laughs> of the teams to make it into the play-in even. Um, I don't see the Thunder. Uh, half of these teams were uh, well below 500, and I think it'll continue that way. The Pelicans, I brought them down quite a bit. It's probably the biggest dip um, on this list, and that's because they're not going to have Zion, and I feel like they're going to nurse that very, very conservatively. I don't see him coming back soon at all, particularly because the surgery was not that long ago either. Uh, this is one Joe's of those pressure. that's gonna, yeah. This is one of those that's going to go well into the season. Um, so that's why I have them there. In the next tier, playing potential, I still think the Knicks have a solid core. I still think, um, you know, they're gonna they're one of those teams that plays well in the regular season. They kind of fizzled out towards the end, but I think they have a strong core. I think Julius Randle is for real. Um, I think he'll be able to carry that team to an additional. You know, every time if we in baseball they call it wins above replacement. Um, that just means you know if there was another power forward out there, how many more wins that uh, the average power forward was out there? How many more wins does this guy get you? And I think you know. Uh, for a guy like Julius Randle, we're talking, you know, eight to ten wins. Um, and I think that's enough to get them into that play-in territory. You just got to get to the 10 seed, Rich, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. The more teams do. make it, then don't. <laughs> yeah, the Hornets, I like the backcourt. I like P.J. Washington. Uh, you thought I was going to say LaMelo. Nobody forgot about my boy <laughs> P.J. Washington. He's no longer got baby mama drama. Um, and we've got LaMelo Ball, who is going to make, you know, a, a strong sophomore um, campaign. Um, for one of the, he's, he's going to be a definite leader in assists, right? He's just a huge facilitator, uh, all the flashy passes, etc. And I think he's got enough, just enough offense around him to keep them in, in contention in several games that otherwise, you know, otherwise we might've thought they'd lose. Um, and that'll be enough again to get them into that eighth, ninth seed. Uh, the Pacers, um, I really, I'm really a huge fan of, uh, Sabonis. I saw, I got to see him play live. Um, again, another guy that if you talk about wins above replacement, he's going to get you just enough wins. He's going to squeeze out that additional two or three, four or five wins, um, enough to get you into that 10th, 11th uh, conversation. The San Antonio Spurs, they're just a very well-coached team. They've proven over and over that they can win games just based off not fucking up. Like, yep. They <laughs> themselves in the yeah, exactly. Like, we will win enough games just because we're not going to mess up. We're not going to make dumb mistakes. The Kings... The Kings, Tyree Halliburton. Oh my goodness! This oh, guy, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Be ready if you guys have not heard that name, Tyree Halliburton, young guard. That's going to just take the West by storm. Just not going to be enough because he just doesn't have enough people around him. Marvin Bagley Jr. is looking like a humongous bust. Unfortunately, <laughs> man, was I wrong about that guy when they were, when the draft came around. 
Um, but I think they'll be close enough again for a plan. Just got to get to number 10, right? Um, first, second round exit, right? I've got the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, John Morant. I love John Morant. Uh, what they did last year um, was honestly impressive. They kind of hit out. a slump at the end, man. That was just kind of unfortunate, right? They were they were in a position to control their own destiny, and then it just kind of fell out of their grips. Yeah, but um, they still gritted out through two playing rounds yep. and then ran into the buzzsaw of the Jazz. Yeah, so I can see them getting back into that mix. I think they're going to be one of the eighth or ninth seeds, and again, they'll be able to handle the play-in game, but then get bounced by one of the top dogs. Um, the 76ers, I don't, I think, I cannot think of a bigger deterrent for a team's uh, potential coming out than bad chemistry, and it's happening when there has not been a single minute played by Ben Simmons, your second best player, probably now third best, right, or fourth best, depending on which end of the bench he's sitting on. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think Tobias Harris, you know, is still a really good co- partner for um, for Joel Embiid to get you know that to get that offense going. Uh, maybe now Joel Embiid will be allowed to do a little bit more with a less congested paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, the Phoenix Suns were a strong regular season team. They ran into the right teams at the right time, though, guys. I'm sorry to say that sounds shitty because they're the Western Conference champions, but I feel like they just ran into the right teams at the right time. There might be a reg- good regular season t- season team again, but I can see them likely running into one of these teams that you see right above them, and I'll, I'll spend some time talking about them. Uh, the Hawks. The Hawks. Hot take. Hot take coming. What's the hot take? Trey Young has hit his full potential already. I don't see him elevating to another, to another level uh, unless he increases his defense, but I just don't see his offense going much higher. I, I, just, I just feel like teams have figured out how to – put him into uncomfortable positions and the shootings uh, display that he put on during the playoffs. It's one, it's one of deck once a decade, man. It's because one of the things where you just kind of, you're being streaky and you're hitting the right streak. So that's my hot take. I don't I feel like where he's going to regress this year or at the, or, or he's hit a ceiling at, at, at best. Um, Portland trailblazers, a little bit of uh a little bit of a homer choice. Not that that's my team, but I, I, I've always been a huge fan of the Portland Trailblazers. And I am banking on Nurkic becoming better, despite what I said earlier. I think that team will get back to a position where, you know, you've got your you've got one of the best backcourts in the league. Nurkic gets going easy, can, you know, playoff lock-in. The Raptors, um, I see them being an eighth or ninth seed, and, and but then getting bounced in the first round as well. Richard, that's one of those teams that's just pure... They're gonna get there on pure athleticism. These motherfuckers are built like no others, like none others. When you have to talk about Siakam, Siakam is out till about early mid-November. I looked at their schedule. Six out of the first ten games is Washington, <laughs> Indiana, <laughs> and Orlando. So I think they'll be good uh, to start off the season. Um, and then after that, those two those two big men um, uh, can lead them the rest of the way. Very, very high on Chicago Bulls. I don't think they can make the conference finals, which is why they're not on the next tier. But, man, the Chicago Bulls. I, just, I spoke about them a little bit earlier. Alex Caruso brings a lot on defense, but also in the sense of energy, right? Gets the, the team going. He's he's very much that cheerleader player, right? Um, and that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing for anybody who thinks that's this. That's not. That's praise. Gets the team going. And, like I said, got good mid-range shooting with Zach Levine and uh, – DeMar DeRozan, like you got to kind of pick your poison there. And Vooch. Vooch is shooting too. Yep. And then you you know uh, Zach Levine is capable of killing you from the perimeter as well. 
conference finals, I have the Mavericks. I feel like the Mavericks um, didn't get worse, right? Didn't get worse. And in last year's situation, they, they went seven games with one of the best teams, in my opinion, in the league and the Clippers at full strength. And Kawhi Leonard was as hot as anybody could yeah. ever yeah. be. Ka- in Kawhi was, yeah, Kawhi Leonard <laughs> yes. was on some other shit that time, that, that series. <laughs> and the Mavericks still, you know, uh, took them seven games. And it, it wasn't a super close seven, but every game leading up to that uh, – Leading up to that game seven was immensely close. Uh, they brought back all their guys, and I think they're just going to try to make a run again, right? Um, it's one of those teams where it's like you, they're going to try to outscore you every night. Not a recipe for a championship, in my opinion, but still fun to watch, and it will still make it very difficult on, on their opponent. Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics, man, that's just one of those teams where it's like it's a, it's a young group of guys who has all the talent in the world, and maybe a new coach is the, is the answer. Um, we'll see. That's all I gotta really say about Boston. I feel like every year they have a chance to make it to the to the to the NBA Finals. They proved that Jason Tatum's rookie year, right? Um, maybe a change in in uh, in coach will will help. Um, the Miami Heat, um, two years removed from an NBA Finals, and I think they have one of the best locker room leaders in the sense of making sure that people don't lose focus in Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying it right now. I don't know if this is on the agenda because I forgot. But comeback <laughs> player of the year, Tyler Harrow. Did you hear what he said the other day? People were shitting on him for comparing himself to Trey Young and Luca and all them. Mm-hmm. May not be as good as them, but I think he's got that chip on his shoulder. I think he's going to prove people that he is for real and that he will make another splash in the league. So I'm excited to see him pop Come- off. Comeback player of the year is not on the docket and it's actually not a reward or an award anymore, but we're adding it. <laughs> comeback player, player of the year. Comeback player of the year. The Jazz, the Jazz are probably the most best, the, the most uh sound team on this list when it comes to, you know, from one to five. Everybody, you know, works together. They know how to swing the ball. They play team basketball. What we used to say about the Spurs, you could say about the Jazz now. Um uh, and man, it just seemed like they fizzled out. It almost seemed like a mental thing, you know, uh, last year when they lost. It almost seemed like a mental thing because they had the tools to make it happen. Um, it seemed sorry, like a I'll mental thing in the, in the bubble, too. Uh, yeah, for when sure. They, when they yeah. lost against the Nuggets in those crazy games. Yeah. Um, conference finals, the number one. Uh, sorry, the number one. And this actually is kind of an order, guys. But uh, the Golden State Warriors, I can see them making the conference finals for the simple fact that if we if they get uh, if they get Clay Thompson back, even if they get him back, in December, January, I think they have just enough to to be in the playoff picture. And remember, this is when it's all said and done, right? So you hit that reset button, the playoff start, top eight teams in each conference. The Warriors have the, the, the firepower to make the conference finals, but I think they'll fall just a little bit short to one of these teams at the top. Um, the Nuggets. The Nuggets, right? I think the Nuggets, um, ha- they have the Joker who's an MVP. They're, they've, they're always one of those teams that's like a one and two they have they have a high powered offense, one of the one of the fastest paces in the league. Nobody really thinks about them as being a fast paced team, but they actually are. Um, and we're gonna have Jamal Murray, right? The, the idea is that we'll have Jamal Murray for a, for a playoff run. Um, I think they were just shy of that from 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 making it happen in the in the bubble. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. All I'm gonna say is, if he takes his vaccine, they're <laughs> they're an easy favorite. Dude, I, so or, that's the only reason why they're not like higher in this in this top five. Uh, but it's a 50 50, so I'll throw him in there because if he if he's if he says, hey, yeah, let's do it, and he can play everywhere, they have three of the top ten players in the league. 
And there could also be an act of Congress or something. Yeah, something <laughs> change, happen, change right? the mandates in New exactly, York. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Lakers, Lakers, I feel like they got better, right? Um, they they have you know the some of the same players that helped them win that title. They got them back again. They got Rondo, um, who just happens to get hot during the playoffs. So um, last year they were just plagued with injuries. So I have to put them back up there, right? Because we have to see what they look like at full strength. Um, but I do think they got even better. Uh, the center position got a lot of depth, right? They got a lot of depth at center, so that allows um, that allows Anthony Davis to play where he's more comfortable. The Clippers, I feel like, should have won the title last year had they not had those injuries. I really think, even though the Mavericks gave them a run for their money, after that, I think the path was clear for the Clippers to win that championship. But when you lose, uh, you know, your best player or one of the best players in the league, it's damn near impossible to win a championship. Um, and then the last, but definitely not least, well, why would it be least, right? I got them at the top. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, they're going to go back for that run back, I think, until somebody knocks off the champion. Um, there's there's no way I can put somebody above them. They're the best team in the league last year, and they got the best player in the world. Yes, I said it. Giannis Atentacumpo is the best player in the world until proven otherwise. So that's my list. Oh, yeah, bro. That was I a lot. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. And when you say that's how it's going to shake up at the end, you know, it definitely you can see all those scenarios coming into place. And it, 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 we only have, you know, an 82 game regular season to get through to see how these things uh, pull forward and, and shake out. Um, I disagree with you on the Trey Young part, but everything else sounds yeah. pretty sound. Um, uh, even if he plays, <laughs> yeah, it is hot. But even if he plays at that ceiling, like, I can see them going a long way. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that uh, is the ceiling. Uh, I agree with most of the stuff you ha- you have here as well. Uh, I I feel like you have Phoenix a little bit too like too low. Uh, well, I mean well, actually, I mean, well, 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 actually, uh, get, yeah, well, around. actually, I, actually, no, actually, no, I'm looking at it. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. And, and uh, I'm glad you pointed that out, Kyle, because that is I I that is why I put them there. Right? Uh, could they make the conference finals? You know, they were just in the finals, but again, like I said, I feel like they just got the right teams at the right time. I just feel like that's yeah. kind of how that went. On on and Portland, that's not a knock. Uh on Portland, I mean not Portland. Uh on Phoenix it's kind of a thing if like the they'll be good if, you know, kind of uh Mikhail Bridges, you know, takes another step offensively and and same thing with uh um DeAndre Ayton uh, cuz I feel like, you know, uh Devin Booker, he's, you know, really good already. Uh I mean, he just needs to improve his three-point shooting a little bit, and then he'll be good. But I feel like uh, Phoenix's success is going to lie mostly on those two players. Uh, I feel like you have Portland a little, like, one tier too high because I feel like it's going to take a lot for, you know, Damian Lillard. I mean, CJ McCollum, like, I I love the dude, but I I feel like... Has the sailed for you, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they need to move on somehow with either CJ or Dame. because yeah because i mean defensively i mean just just defensively like they're just not good in my opinion and last year they were they were like they were like uh one of the top rated offensive teams but they were one of the bottom ranked defensive teams and it took a lot for damian lillard to i mean damian lillard had one of the best playoff uh games of like 
like for like the past 10 years and and they still lost because his team let what them down. What a ridiculous so. game that was. Yeah, it was yeah. worth it's worth saying it again. Yeah. But oh yeah. man. Um yeah. okay. well thanks for taking us around the league. That was fast. Yeah. Um yeah. Kyle, is this where you wanna let, 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 let me just say my MVP real quick. Okay. For for me, the MVP is pretty tough. I mean I was I wanted to say Giannis or, or Giannis is definitely up there for me, especially if he if he's co- a consistent jump shooter. Like it's gonna be so hard not to give him the MVP. Uh, but I think Curry's gonna be up there. I mean, uh, Curry has been like a lot of people's uh, that I've seen uh, MVP. Uh, well, they were talking about it last season, even though yeah, he had like the yeah. eighth seed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so it could be it could be Curry. I, I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on Kevin Durant as well. But I, I guess well, that kind of depends with all the star on... power, right? Yeah, you know, it's not just cool. that. If we look at last year, there was just so many games where it was like, who, which one of the three is going to rest? Mm-hmm. You know, it was yeah. like I see a lot of that happening again. Yeah. I could it's see that. Carousel. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with you that if Kevin Durant rests a lot, then then he probably won't win it. But I, so, I, I, I heard. I mean, I watch Bobby Marks. He's a reporter. Uh, uh, he. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good with like uh, he keeps up with a lot of cap space stuff. He says that he thinks that Kyrie Irving's played his last game with Brooklyn. Like he he doesn't That's see definitely him. possible. But yeah. what's crazy is they can't trade him. A no yeah. team wants that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he's threatening to retire if he gets traded, uh, which is crazy. And so, uh, what was your pick for for MVP? AD, <laughs> right? No. I can't. No, I, mean, <laughs> I mean. Honestly, I have to. I have to go with Giannis. Like oh, it's okay. it's Giannis. it's like it's uh, like everything uh, JV said was pretty much right on the money for me. Like and then like he's been he's won two MVPs already, uh, and you know Jokic won the MVP last year, so it, it won't you know it won't be like fatigue. Like oh like you know Giannis has won three MVPs if, already. And if then, Giannis won MVP and a title this year, he would be yeah. trend, he would be jettisoning himself. Yeah. Past Hakeem Olajuwon territory into yeah. Shaquille O'Neal territory. And like, you know, yeah, that echelon. Like that's like yeah. you're you're knocking on the Jordan door of yeah. that yeah. level uh-huh. of the pyramid, which yeah. is ridiculous. What does the pyramid shape yeah. like? Like that. Yeah. Um <laughs> real quick, does anybody feel like we've moved back towards wins to determine the MVP? MVP? Award? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the only one that was the outlier was Russell Westbrook in that in that yeah. crazy season where he what what seed were the uh, what seed were the Rockets? They were the fifth seed. The Rockets when they uh, won the when, James Harden year. Uh, well, they were at least the two third. seed. Two seed. Okay. At least the two seed. Uh, I'm glad that it's back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, breaking the system. I want to give you all my pick real quick. I won't spend yeah. a lot of time on it, but I could see uh, Jokic going back to back, especially via the narrative of not yeah. having um, Jamal Murray for a lot of the season, uh, and then the the Nuggets get up there in like a top two seed. Despite that, making uh, Michael Porter, you know, take another notch up and being fit like that's his conditioning is. It's been a question for some reason, oh, obviously, you know, because of his weight in, in the past years. But when you saw his endurance and stamina in those playoff rounds, and then in the coming couple seasons, the bubble, the past seasons, just being slim, his condition is no longer a question whatsoever. And if he's going to be slim from the start of this season, like the sky's the limit. He can still body dudes around. So uh, that's all I got to say is he could definitely get that MVP. That guy does things that literally nobody else does. He has vertical passes 
to big men. <laughs> he just drops it downward in vertical space. There's a Z axis and a Y and an X with him that other guys don't have. Mm-hmm. Sleeper pick, Luca. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. That, that's another sleeper pick. <laughs> don't yeah. want to be a, hom- yeah, a homer, sure. but yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Uh, uh, okay, so all right. Kyle, I'll catch y'all later. Okay, all right, yeah. all right, all right. Bro. all right, later. Uh, all right, so we can go through these. Uh, as quickly or take as much time as you want to, but uh, I'm going to go down that rundown and, and we'll see yeah, we can run what the it. answers are. Um, so we mentioned this already. Who will be the teams to make the finals and who do you have winning the championship? Who's hosting that Larry OB? So uh, the teams that I have making the finals, uh, I'm going to have to go with the top two teams I put on that list, man, Clippers and the Bucks. Clippers, Bucks, Clippers man. Bucks. Okay, so yeah, it's going to take a lot of coalescing mm-hmm. for the Clippers to make it. So you're not yeah. going to pick them to win the regular season in terms of seed no, necessarily. No, no, by, by, no. But they're going to go up. I think Paul George can. I mean, I think he showed that in the Western Conference Finals. Paul George in that Western Conference Finals showed why the Clippers went and got him and why Kawhi wanted to play with him. Right? He, he's. So he's not second tier. He's the. And he's not 1B. <laughs> he's in between those two somewhere, right? Yeah. Because, you know, I think your 1Bs are like Jokic, right? Even Well, Jokic is a 1A now that he won the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your 1Bs are like... You know, is he like in, 1C? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. He's a 1C. Yeah, that'd be the best way to put it. Um, and he showed that in the in the conference finals, right? I think he definitely willed that. He he willed that team to, a couple, to at least one additional win mm-hmm. that might not have happened without him uh, kind of elevating uh, himself. Um and then he had that tough loss with the with the missed free throws, right? We'd be singing a whole different tune if he hits those free throws. Mm-hmm. So you can say that both ways. I think most people would say, oh, that's not clutch. Paul George isn't clutch. But it was literally riding on him like mm-hmm. the entire game. Mm-hmm. So we can't hang you know our hats on those two missed free throws. It is unfortunate. And people will remember that part of it. But let's remember the other 46 and a half minutes, right, where he mm-hmm. was just balling out and keeping that team in there. Yeah, um, I think he's uh, gotten, you know, he's earned his stripes as far as mental toughness because he yeah. struggled in the bubble. He mentioned it. We give him props to guys like DeMar DeRozan and, and Kevin Love for getting over some hurdles for themselves regarding mental health, which is great. Yeah. But, I mean, join the club, Paul George. You know, he's gone through adversity, and I would think he's going to come back even stronger. So I could definitely see that yeah, happening. For sure. So I think I think that'll make the difference in the regular season. Um, it'll get them somewhere in the fourth or fifth seed. Right, maybe sixth. I don't think they're in any any danger of the playing. Play um, and even if they were, they're gonna smoke whatever team they run into. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be because by that time you're gonna have Kawhi, right? Um, I mean, hopefully, right? That's that that's that seems like a an adequate timeline. I just know they they are really hoping that they can get Serge Ibaka back in some kind of playing shape by then. His back yeah. has been killing him for a long time. Yeah. Uh, my teams that I've got, uh, I've got the oh, Nets. And I've got the Bucks winning that, by the way. The Bucks winning. Mm-hmm. I've got the Nets uh, triumphing over the Bucks in their you know pre-finals matchup going to the finals and facing the Nuggets, which kind of goes along with my MVP pick, making a, a Cinderella run. Maybe the teams break the right way. Maybe we see a Herculean effort. I could see the Nuggets being the team to beat the, the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I could see that being the Western Conference Finals. Oh, man, that would be a hell of a Western Conference Finals. Can how everybody do you... just be healthy? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Get, if we get that, can we just be like both? I don't want to hear like – if game five Jamal Murray was there or, you know, mm-hmm. like I hate hearing that. If I, if that was the Western Conference Finals, 
can they just be healthy and well, I don't I mean, know who wins but... in the bubble season we had like a five week or two month break between march and whenever it started up in like june right yeah uh and uh and some players were healthy for the bubble that were not healthy at at the start of the season or at the end of that that you know breakout so yeah. can we just get like a three week pause so everyone can just nurse their their broken toes and then yeah go into the playoffs? that's actually wouldn't be a bad idea and and not to get off topic that's what i was telling you about the playing game man that's two extra games <laughs> that's, no that's you're for, for sure for sure that's tough uh, for that eighth and seventh seed um yeah dude yeah i could see that for sure I, I mean i got the nuggets pretty high up there um along with the lakers um man we kind of uh yeah, skip to the playoffs. <laughs> I wish, but I mean, I'm so pumped for this Tuesday yeah. matchup, man. Uh, we already we spoiled this already in our, our tier making, but I I have it here the worst teams in the league, and I I put this in here just so I could make that joke I made about Sam Presti resting healthy guys so that they could tank with the best of them. So that's definitely the worst team in the league for me. Uh, you can go in a rotation as to who you think uh, else would be worse. I'll go with the Rockets just yeah. because they were already the worst team in the league. And they're sitting John Wall, you know, in case anybody yeah, didn't know like, that, you're, you, you're not going to be seeing John Wall. Yeah, so you're not getting any better. Like Them, the Detroit Pistons. So, Pistons. yeah, good thing we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pull up uh, Vegas Insider and sent over the picks. Who do you have or the, uh, the odds for over-unders? So mm-hmm. where the teams are locked in as far as betting – where they're aiming to be as far as their win total, who do you have as the lock to beat their over under rating? Uh, this oh, season? dude, they got, they got uh the bucks at 54 and a half. Mm-hmm. Go with that. They can win 60 games. Yeah, definitely. That would not be a surprise. Those guys, I mean, yeah. even with Giannis playing 29 minutes a game, they can still run the score up on anybody for sure. And yeah. with the defense to boot. So yeah, it's an easy one. Yeah. The one I have is the Knicks, man. 41 and a half. That means they're just betting on him to go 500. That's what you're doing. They were 41, 31 last year. They got Campbell Walker to take some shots. We know he can, he likes to shoot at the end of games when he's available. Uh, Evan Fournier can kind of get the, get the ball moving where they couldn't before with Reggie Bullock and, and guys like that surrounding, um, surrounding Derek Rose and Julius Randle. So they got another kind of pseudo creator. So just put those things together, add more games to the season. I think they easily exceed their win total, even if they go down in rankings. Mm, are we doing the under two? Yes. Who, you Who do you have on? to get the under? Mm, so I did have the Miami Heat doing well sec for second round, but I'd, have, I'd go under. Yeah. And a half. yeah, not getting all the way uh, to their seed that they might want, even if they yeah. even if they do well in the playoffs. Yeah. So I have the Pelicans. They're rated at thirty nine and a half. We already mentioned that uh, Zion has that fracture. New coach Willie Green, assistant on the Suns. The last time the Sun, the last time the Pelicans took an assistant coach from a Finals birth team was Alvin Gentry. That we know how that went. Not a lot of success. They had one playoff berth when they got Boogie Cousins on the squad. Yeah. So is it going to repeat itself? That's just what I have. I'm not saying anything negative about Willie Green, but there's growing pains oftentimes. Just look at the yeah, guy that they – I think that's a good one too. There's sure. guys that uh, – the guy that, that Rick Carlo just replaced in Indiana. They said, get out of here. That, that'll be a close one. I feel it'll be a little bit closer uh, even without Zion because I think there's enough talent in, in guys like Brandon Ingram, um, again, to squeeze out those additional wins. So I think that'll be a close one, but I think you're right. I think they'll probably fall in the mid-30s. Um, this next one we have up here, very subjective. Who is the most fun team for you to watch? And I think we're going to bar the Trailblazers from your answers. Oh, man. <laughs> I had them locked and ready. Um, uh, go ahead. You can talk about the Trailblazers if you want um, to. So the Portland Trailblazers, any given night, 
Damian Lillard will put on a show for you guys. And on the occasion that he doesn't, that boy CJ McCollum will put on the show for you. Mm-hmm. So you, you you can't miss. You can't miss if you tune into a Portland game. They play late, guys. So after yeah. you're done watching your we home more, team. We need more California time zone after, teams. After you're done watching that home team of yours, they can bet that the Trailblazers are probably still playing. And they're probably in the third <laughs> quarter. You know, within striking distance, um, probably losing. They like to be behind. <laughs> um, but that just makes for better TV because, you know, Damien, Dame time's coming. Dame time uh, is coming. For sure, for sure. And and if the uh, – on the note of them being on, on the late games all the time, like I used to get tired of behind the Clippers again. I'm tired of watching the Clippers. Uh, back when the Lakers on the team. <laughs> uh, the Warriors, like, oh, I'm so tired of y'all. But if the NBA ends up expanding, Seattle, Las Vegas, that's two more late time zones. Uh, hey, they should call them. They should call them what the team in the NHL is called, the Kraken. Like, oh, dude, that's a sick one. <laughs> that's a kick. That's a kick-ass name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a kick-ass um. Name. All right. So, most improved player. Who's your pick for most improved? Let's, oh, I that's kind of like your comeback player of the year, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, which is pretty cool. Um, I have the same player, a Tyler Hero. Tyler uh, Hero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got oh, him. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I got him. Uh, so. He's gonna. He's got Kyle Lowry on the team. Doesn't have to do pseudo creating anymore. He can be the recipient of those passes. Uh, benefit from the attention that Jimmy Butler uh, provides. Uh, you know the the spacing and the gravity. Uh, I think Bam Adebayo is gonna have a bounce back year, and you know he likes to assist and and fill up the stat sheet all over. So I think that's all these things are positives for him. He's had a full off season. Uh, I don't like to make a lot of excuses because everyone has had a full off season, not just Tyler Hero. Um, but you know that bubble run, he played all the way until uh, July, August, or whenever that season ended. July, it was August, it was August, and then coming around and playing the shortened season, seventy-two games. Now he's gonna get a taste of what regular NBA life is like. I'm, I'm up on it, and that really leads into my next question: was who did you have making your first All-Star appearance? Oh, but I wanted to give my honorable mention: Michael Porter Jr. has not um, uh, been on everyone's radar for most improved, but he could totally do it, even though he's been competent skilled but doing it over the course of a whole season i could see him being a second star legitimately and winning the most improved I'm glad you mentioned him i uh in my fan i uh, somebody invited me to fantasy basketball and that was like my uh stretch pick if mm-hmm. you would call it right he, mm-hmm. go, he was going like in the seventh round i was like i'm yeah. taking this wow. man in the oh fifth no round. yeah <laughs> for sure uh, michael porter jr yeah that's a good one uh who will make their first all-star appearance i think Lamelo ball uh makes his uh all-star appearance this oh year. popularity for sure yeah, like, popularity you know. um he'll be you know top five in assists i feel like um and he gets just enough points to to you know to be on the highlight on the highlight reels. Yeah, dude, with the, um, with the if, announcer if, that they have over there. And the, yeah, exactly. At the very least, with his flashy passes, he'll be in the in the highlight reel. And if they win, I don't see why he wouldn't be an all star. Yeah, so I have a. If if Tyler Hero is going to have the breakout year, I could definitely see him making it on like the second injury replacement. You know, depending on what happens yeah. with the guards, if they're healthy or not healthy. Uh, so that's a little bit of a stretch, but if if everything breaks the way I'm predicting. Uh, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. Uh, this one's going to be a little spicier. Uh, which playoff team from 2021 uh, do you have missing the dance? So are we counting the teams? So the 9-10 seeds don't count as the making nine, the playoffs. The 9-10 seeds don't, don't count as making the playoffs. Okay, so if I had to pick a team that's going to so make – They can make the play-in and then lose, and they've missed the playoffs in, in, this, in this question. 
Okay, so the Wizards. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Dang. Yeah, yeah, the Wizards, man, for sure, for sure. They were actually the uh ninth. I forgot they got smoked. Man, what an yeah, easy pick. Eight, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I have that written right here. Easy pick, Wizards. Wizards. <laughs> Spicy pick, Portland Trailblazers. Because, like, oh. what if they break the team up, man? Like, <laughs> that, that's definitely So, yes, they would have to hit a major slump at the beginning of the season. I'd be interested to look at their schedule a little closer. Um, I'm just really hoping for Nurkish to bounce back. Um, just become – don't even play defense. Like, <laughs> if, if your defense doesn't get better – can you just be a threat on offense? Like, I feel like in that series against the, uh, oh my gosh, throwing a blank right now. Uh, After they, 2021 playoffs? playoffs? Yeah. When they played against the Nuggets? I think it was, yeah. Well, anyway, um, he was like a no-show, man. He was mm-hmm. like a no-show. I think he averaged like six and a half points. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, he came off of that, that, that ankle injury. But that was two years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and he has some personal trauma going on uh, oh, yeah, with his family true. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you just never know. Yeah, the NBA is a wild league. Uh, sometimes earthquakes happen. Sometimes teams get traded, broken up. That's definitely emergency podcast territory. It's gonna be heartbreaking if the Trailblazers break up. <laughs> got broken up. The Mamas yeah. boys. Yeah. Uh, I know they don't live together, but I feel like CJ McCollum and and and. Uh, Damian Lillard, you know, room at each other's places sometimes. So yeah. whoever sells their property in Portland and moves away, the other one's going to be like, you always have a room at my place. Where's CJ's <laughs> vineyard at? Um. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> that, uh, maybe that tells us. Yeah. Um, okay, so we kind of alluded to this earlier, but kind of a, a silly but, you know, topical question. Who do you have money on playing in an NBA game first? Kyrie Irving or Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, yeah. Um, As Andre would say, Big Ben. Yeah, I can see Ben Simmons weaseling his way into a game, um, <laughs> and the, them just being like, "Fine, we're you know get in there. We're gonna have to pay you anyway because you what showed up." they get up. traded for each other? <laughs> Who's the GM for the Nets? Because I, so I call him and tell him not to make that. Sean Marks. He's the sorry. He's no, the Spurs. I'm thinking about this backwards. Who is the <laughs> who is the GM for the 76ers? Oh, like, that's Daryl Morey, who used yeah, to be Daryl Morey. The, do not do I, I think he's smart enough to Yeah, not do definitely. That. Um, yeah. No, yeah, I think Ben Simmons, because I think Ben Simmons, uh, he will get paid if he shows up. Um, so I think at that point you're just like, okay, go go play a minute. Well, and he's already time. practiced. He's already practiced. Yeah. So Kyrie yeah. Irving's like, I'm not gonna play. It's gonna take an act of Congress. Like they're gonna have to change regulations for that to happen. Well, is there? um, That's the end of of our rundown. Uh, Is there anything you wanted to get off your chest before we end this episode and we talk just a smidge about the opening night games? I'm looking forward to see what happens with the rule changes when it comes to the perimeter shooting. Um, Not being able to throw your body into certain players. Um, What that does for offenses? Obviously, you know we're gonna see. our team's gonna not for offenses for defenses. Is the defender gonna be more willing to you know contend a great shooter like 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 uh, Steph Curry a lot Clay more? Thompson. Um, because at that point it's like it's you, you'd rather him drive, <laughs> you know, drive. I'm okay with you taking it to the to the hole as long as you don't take this three point jumper. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see a lot more bodies probably flying. Um, <laughs> Cool Which is that. cool. I like yeah, contact. Cool I like when there's not a whistle. I like when there's a little bit of a scramble. The yeah. next thing I need them to do is uh, basically 
get rid of the intentional foul to stop a fast break. However, they have to do it. Like I really want that to be the next step because you can treat want athleticism. It, you could treat it as a clear path ball. every time or off ball. Yeah. Off ball, yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever we same. can do to get the, uh, to just get the, the motion. Well, up both, and down those the court. Things, both of those things have the same repercussion. Mm-hmm. What we just said, yeah. The, so the fast break and the, uh, away from the ball foul. Um, uh, yeah, they both do. They both give you the same, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, same sentiment that combine that with whenever a uh, shot clock violation goes off and the opposing team gathers the rebound. Oh God. Just let it, just let that it keep going. Be the best rule change ever. Mm-hmm. Just make goodness. it smooth like, and less stoppages. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would be one of the best uh, rule changes. The NBA needs to take after the NFL and just being like, okay, sometimes things are going to get missed. Just keep playing. You know what I mean? And they've actually reduced some timeout or reviewable situations already. So yes, so you cannot, you can only uh, review with within the last two minutes, mm-hmm. um, and it has to have a challenge, right? Or it's something along the lines. Yeah, because not the every coach single... can no longer challenge this. No, 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 no. no. I think it's uh, out of bounds calls are only reviewed if they have a challenge. They don't review every single. One. Oh right, yes, yeah. Yes, they yes, don't that's review. What I'm they about. don't review normal ones. Less that's... litigation. Don't okay. tread on me, small yeah. government. And last but not least, bring back the ninja headbands. <laughs> oh, dude, I know. I, I have one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no, looks, so let's, nice. let's, let these like guys it. play in them. Uh, yeah, so opening night is on Tuesday, 6.30 Central. Nets and Bucks. Woo! And then uh, after that, Lakers Warriors. Like, you couldn't ask for more star power in a matchup. Um, I've got my lanyard for my – uh... I've got my lanyard for my Vax card ready so I can get into the Mavericks games. Nice. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to some live basketball again. Yes. Um, it's going to be terrific, terrific. Okay, well, JV, thank you for joining us. It's been like old times. Uh, yeah, I know. It was great. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Shout out to Kyle. A shame Robin couldn't be here on this particular episode. But if you ever want to stop by Talks and Hoops again, the invitation is always open. Oh, yeah, for sure. Make sure you follow these guys on Twitter at Shot Caller Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then we'll have this up in audio form as soon as we can. Please like, subscribe if you're watching this later on. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Shot Caller Show. We were able to consolidate the tag. So it's exactly the same everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, Breaker, Podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, my name's Rich. This was JV. We are the Shot Callers. And we will catch you guys next time. Deuces.